Hey, hola a todos y bienvenidos a Dapper Dividends número 22. So I said, welcome all to Dapper Dividends number 22. That's right, this is the 22nd Dapper Dividends. I am happy to have you here. And what is going on? I just got back from a bike ride with my kids. We rode past the few parks. We couldn't play in the parks because there was yellow caution tape. It's a COVID area. Dangerous. Don't go there. So we went for a bike ride, got some fresh air. I'm back and I'm going to try and make this one quicker and see if I can stick to my word. So here we go. So my plays have gone up, which I'm glad to see making progress and growth. Oh, by the way, hack. If you're listening to me on 1x speed, I feel sorry for you and I don't know why you're doing that. I don't listen to any podcasts except for the Espanolistos podcast, which I'm learning Spanish or trying to keep up on Spanish. I listen to that at 1x, but everything else I listen to at one and a quarter or one and a half x because I need to get stuff done and I need to get more information into my head. So you better be listening to this at one and a quarter x at least. Okay, that's out of the way. So I have 540 plays. My audience size is still stuck around 24. It's estimated, but my wallet is fattening and it is at $5.42. And that is USD. It's not European. It's not dinars or dinaris or any other kind of currency I can think of. So anyway, I've been heard in 17 countries still. Uh, and 21 United States plus Washington, D.C., which is not a state. And fun fact, on their license plate there, it says taxation without representation because they do not have any congressional representatives, even though they are the county seat of government. Funny thing, I'm not sure how I feel about that because they were never designed to be a big, massive metropolis that it's grown into. It was just the seat of government where people would go and there was no professional career politicians. So anyway, enough about that. Uh, Let's see what I did in my taxable account. Not a whole lot. I did buy a NEO. If you've been, I've been on this NEO kick. I've been selling covered calls. I've been buying puts. It's been rising with all the EVs, but I don't think that it is going to go much more. I think it is petering out and losing a little bit of momentum around the upper $7 range. So we'll see. What I'm looking at at the chart, it is still overbought, so I expect a pullback. So I bought a July 10th $6 put, and I paid $15 for that. I just bought one, just dipped my toe into it, so we'll see if Neo gives me a nice pullback by then that could... Uh, quadruple or quintuple 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 in value so I know you'll be waiting with bated breath for me to tell you how that turns out and then I also bought some ticker symbol O, one of my favorite companies realty income I bought that at $60.70 anywhere in the $50 range and just outside of the $50 range I think is a good deal but it's one of those that I'm just going to keep buying and I don't think that I will ever invest in real estate outright as a landlord per se I have a friend that does that and I see some of the work that goes into it and then I also listen to some other podcasts of landlords and they make it sound a lot easier than I think I cook it up to be but either way I get my landlording fix and kick through realty income I get it through Simon Property Group ticker symbol SPG and through a mortgage REIT that I should have not gotten into but I chase the yield 
in New Residential Investment Corp, ticker symbol NRZ. And that has been taking a dump since everything did and they slashed their dividend big time. So hopefully one day that will pull up to my average or just within my average and I'll be able to get out and roll that money into something a little bit safer and stable with a better track record. Anyway, getting on to the self-directed IRA, my $30,000 IRA that I am starting from scratch. You can also follow that. I have a portfolio tracker that my lovely wife helped me design and build and I did a YouTube video with a link for that. I have a website we're actually building that is coming along nicely. It's going to be a few weeks but it's going to be the Dapper Dividends website and it's going to have my wife and myself and possibly even my children helping along on that and putting out content and it will be on fashion family and finance so kind of a smorgasbord of everything that is us and unique to us and whatever we can help contribute on so in the sdira i only bought one thing i started a position i drew a line in the sand and i did that with archer daniels midland ticker symbol adm and i bought five shares at forty dollars and 25 cents so i'm in I have a bunch of those in my taxable account. So it's it's something that I love that's really safe, will help you weather the storm. And I kind of view it as one of those stocks that's like a bond proxy. It's beautifully boring, I like to say. It doesn't move up and down, doesn't fly up and down, I should say. It moves up and down, but it doesn't fly up and down. There's very low volatility with ADM. But I thought I'd tell you a little bit about Archer Daniels Midland. So they were founded in 1902. They're headquartered in my hometown, my sweet home, Chicago. And it is one of the world's largest processors of soybeans, corn, wheat, and cocoa. They also lead in the production of soy meal and oil, ethanol, corn sweeteners, and flour. And they produce value-added food and food ingredients. So they are a big, massive conglomerate. And what I love about them is that they are one of the leaders in human and animal nutrition. And if that weren't enough, they also have the ADMIS segment of the company, which is the Archer Daniels Midland Investor Services. So for more than 50 years, they've been the leader in futures industry as a brokerage service to institutional, commercial, and retail clients. Sorry, I wrote some of this down. I jotted the notes and my handwriting is a little bit sloppy. Perhaps next time, note to self, I should type this out so we don't have to take these linear breaks in the logic and the thoughts that I'm having. All right, now let's get back to it. So yeah, as I was saying, so basically what they do in that segment is they're, they execute trades. They're a clearing service. They also offer market analysis. So it is something that is really diversified that they are not just a processor of agriculture. So a little bit of the numbers, they have a $22 billion market cap and their enterprise value is $30 billion. Uh, the quick nutshell of an enterprise value is the total worth of the company. If you were to buy the entire company, yes, they have a market cap of $22 billion, but when you factor in all the debt, just everything that the company has, it would be valued at $30 billion, any cash that's on hand, anything. So that's what you'd have to pay. So they have a PE currently of 11.73, which is nice because the five-year average is 15.76. 
So compared against itself, Archer Daniels is on sale. And I did buy at $40.25 and they closed at $39.93. The 52 week range is $28.62. That was during our uh, late March panic sell off where people were just selling everything, whatever it was. What do you got? What do you got that you have? Sell it gold, commodities, equities, bonds, everything. Everybody was selling everything, precious metals crazy time so they had a low of $28.62 and a high of $46.35 and at the last report they are making $2.73 per share which you always want to see that rule of thumb unless I'm just speculating and I expect to lose all the money I'm putting in I do not buy companies that do not make money saves myself a lot of pain and heartache that I've learned tough lessons with over the years so Keep that in mind. If a company does not make money, you're not investing in them. You're in, you're speculating in them, in my opinion, and you are hoping that one day you will become an investor, and not the other way around, where uh, you become an invest. You're hoping to become an investor, and you end up becoming a trader. So that's uh, they pay a 3.57% dividend. That is very nice. That's the starting dividend yield. So almost three, a little over three and a half percent is very nice. Uh, that's a dollar forty-four per share annually, and I like to look at the payout ratios. That's forty-four percent of the earnings per share for the trailing twelve months, but more importantly, is twenty-eight percent of the free cash flow. Always such a better number to use when you're looking at payout ratios is the free cash flow because that tells a more complete story about how safe that dividend will be able to pay. So you want to look for something. I A lot of people say 70%. I like to be a little safer and go 60 to 65 depending on the company. So 28%, yeah, there's no danger of that dividend being cut. And they have been paying an increasing dividend for 44 years super safe 70 percent of institutions hold them so obviously a high institutional ownership shows that a lot of hedge funds and mutual funds and big firms are expecting them to keep making that money so 78 percent really high really nice number and i looked up a few price targets morningstar has a fair value of 45 dollars uh, argus has a price target of 44 dollars I think it was on Yahoo I saw they had a price target of 44 so it's about 9% undervalued where it is right now and it's if it's going to dip if the market takes a dip and what a fantastic opportunity to buy more so this is one of those that you really can't go wrong yeah if you get it at a cheaper price you'll get a higher yield which is nice but like I said this is almost like a bond proxy it's not going to be going anywhere so very cool very safe uh, company to be invested in in my opinion and here is a little bit of some fun facts that I dug up on ADM so 10 everyday products that use uh, Archer Daniels products of soy palm canola wheat cocoa corn bases and cottonseed are lotions so like Vaseline hand lotions bar soap I don't know who uses bar soap anymore I really have no idea when the last time I used bar soap is but because it's so cheap I have oh maybe two <laughs> a dozen I think I have about a dozen bars of Irish spring in a drawer in my garage as a end of the world type of thing so uh, we'd be able to go to a water supply and still wash so 
hopefully those don't go bad i don't know anyway so bar soap uh, flavored chips like cheetos use their products sweetened beverages like coke and pepsi that's kind of cool that coke and pepsi are fighting each other and i'm invested in a company that has products that are in both of those really cool uh cookies lip balm so like chapstick mouthwash uh, snack cakes and protein bars uh, the protein bars they have something called carbohydrate solutions that are they are involved in and a carbohydrate solution is a mix of a whole bunch of sugars like glucose fructose uh, sucrose and apparently i from what i quickly understand is that they mix them all together and it helps with uh, high intensity training and physical activity so they are also in the protein bar helping fuel the protein bars that fuel the people that use those uh, they started as a flaxseed company back in 1902 uh, they were their oils were used for uh, ink paint and linoleum and they sold their chemistry part of the company in 1967 they put high fructose corn syrup which i am not a fan of and ethanol on the map they were pretty much instrumental in getting those two things out to the public and in our circle of awareness uh, they also help improve the mouthfeel of beer the foaminess of beer which is something i did not know they use that with some of their fiber proteins i think it said i think it said i should know better but bear with me to all you 22 people who are going to listen to this they are also the former king of cocoa and uh fun thing i have not seen this movie but apparently they had a scandal back in the 90s where their ceo was extorting money and or embezzling money he attempted to extort money as well but he also became an fbi informant very interesting interesting turn of events and i did not know they made a movie with matt damon and it's called the informant so that's he plays mark whitaker who uh was what the one i told you about that did the embezzling and then he became an informant with the fbi and i'm curious to see how that goes i didn't want to read too much more because i want to see the movie so why not uh, i do like to read that makes me sound like i don't like to read but i do and uh yeah so mark whitaker went to prison in 1998 and got out in 2006 and now he works for a biotech company in california so that was all about price fixing of lysine so they a lot of people went to jail the company had to pay a hundred million dollars in fines and people did jail time behind bars for that one so not a very good mark on the history of adm but other than that they're clear of that now and uh love them great company and now you know all about ADM. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when I get back, I'm just going to talk about uh, what I call it my extemporaneous free form, free flow, free thought, free association, free associative extemporaneous thought for all y'all. Be back in a minute. Well, this was a second for you, but a few minutes for me. And what I didn't tell you about was to follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. And I also have a Stashing Worthy Acorns YouTube channel where I put $50 into the Stash app, the Worthy Bonds app, and the Acorns app. I started with 50 bucks. I put $20 a month. 
and I'm making a YouTube video with some fun logo animations and I'm sharing that every single week. So what am I going to be doing now? This weekend we are going to go to Milwaukee to use the beach. I had to work last weekend and my family went to Michigan on Friday with some of the other wives and their kids. None of the husbands went so I wouldn't want to go anyway. But they went to St. Joseph, Michigan to use the beach and hang out and they all stayed overnight. So they want to do it again. So why not? The husbands are going to go this time. So I'm invited. <laughs> We're going to go up to Milwaukee. MKE, the big MKE up north of Chicago. We're going to go to the beach, got a hotel, going with some friends. We'll have some fun, sun, a few beers. And this will be interesting. So I usually on the weekends now I do my YouTube channel. I kind of mix in between Saturday and Sunday, and I get it out usually by Sunday evening. So we'll see what that shakes out to look like, but I'm going to get a video out. Even if it has to be me in front of the camera with very minimal editing, I'm going to get something up because I'm not going to ghost my audience. I'm not going to ghost all y'all. I'm going to keep doing these for as long as I can. So that'll be fun. I'll get to go to a beach for the first time this year. So the song of the show, I'm going to get to this now fun one from the 1970s the early 1970s this song every time i hear it i have to turn it up i have to sing it is the passenger by iggy and the stooges just a great song great guitar right there is somebody playing bagpipes what the heck there is somebody playing bagpipes in one of the houses by where I live, I've never heard this before. Apparently somebody has taken up a new hobby, playing bagpipes. I think that instrument sounds terrible. No offense if you play or if you love them. I just do not get it. I do not get bagpipes at all. But hey, I, apparently a lot of people do. So, wow, that was weird. And there it goes again. Yeah, somebody's playing bagpipes. Huh. Well, that's the first time I heard that. There's a first time for everything. I have a neighbor that is now apparently learning bagpipes because quite honestly, I don't know if that is a professional or somebody learning. That's an instrument I don't understand. <laughs> I do not know. So anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, oh yeah, the passenger. See, this is all just, this is all left in. I don't care. This is the end of the show. Go to YouTube. I'll update it. You're going to find The Passenger by Iggy and the Stooges. You're going to find Astro Zombies by The Misfits. You're going to find Candy by Cameo, Madonna, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be a, f this is going to look pretty fun. I don't plan this out. I literally give it five seconds of thought before I start recording about what song I want to add and play. So go to YouTube, uh, type in Dapper Dividends playlist. You'll see it come up. And Iggy and the Stooges will be the newest ad doing The Passenger. This is a song that was also covered by Susie and the Banshees. And it's a fun song. Always makes me smile every time I hear it. And I'm going to listen to these bagpipes that somebody's playing and get out of here. So, all right. I'm going to get out of here. And remember, everyone you meet has something to teach you. I'll talk to you guys Friday. <laughs>